It's the Pre-W Smith Show with Jeff Sloan, ahead of the Paul W. Smith Show at 6 on 760 WJR. All right, welcome back. Uh, I'd ask you guys, are you ready for an electric vehicle? Kristen. Am I ready for an electric vehicle? I mean, are you, yeah. Are you in a position right now, just, you know, as you think about gas versus electric, would you make the move from gas to electric right now? Assuming car for car, it was the right car in every other way for you. Are you ready to go electric? No. Okay, tell me why. I'd get really worried that I'd need to plug in somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Exactly. (laughs) Right. And that... On my way up north, I'd be trapped Exactly. You might. Hey, listen. You might be doing an overnight in Saginaw. Yeah. <laughs> hey. God forbid. Hey, listen. I'm from Flint. I know. The best. The best thing that ever happened to Saginaw was Flint. <laughs> That's so it. I, can, so I think I can that'd say be my that. only thing. Yeah. That would be yeah. my only. Are you ready, Jeff? Uh, no, for the same exact reason. Yeah. That's exactly the same reason. It's the charging. You know, I just am worried about. I don't know. It's just that change that. You know, we all know there's a gas station on every corner, even if the gas prices are high. Absolutely. At least I can I can get gas. I can keep going in the direction I'm going in, and I don't have to worry about running out of power, in yeah. effect, and being stuck somewhere. I know, I know that's probably, today, that's over, over-exaggerated. I think we've gotten beyond that, and especially if you know how far your car can go in a single charge, you plan, you check where the next charging station is. It's the way you do it, but... That is what's holding the electric vehicle market back from being even more of an impact these days is that very concern. Well, here's a cool thing happening, and that is that now, maybe soon, you won't have to worry about that anymore because simply driving your car on these new roads that they're thinking about testing and maybe one day actually laying down here with Michigan being a leader, as we tend to be in the space of mobility, these roads will actually just driving over them will charge your car as you drive, which is really an amazing technology. Now, that would change everything. You just drive and the car charges. We need to hear about that. Well, we've got it. Joe Guillen, he's a reporter for Axios. He's got the story for us. Roads that can charge EVs as they drive are coming to Detroit. Joe? Yeah, it's a very cool concept. Basically, the roads communicate with the car as it drives over, sending a charge so you don't have to actually plug the vehicle in to charge. Essentially, a level of the road is shaved off. There are copper coils installed under the road. Then it's resurfaced, and so there you have some electricity there. And then a a receiver is connected or attached to the vehicle, and that essentially communicates with the coils as you drive, charging the vehicle. So that's essentially how the technology works, and they're piloting this technology in Corktown. It hasn't opened yet, but it's part of a pilot project that officials are hoping can kind of unlock new uses of this technology for broader use. And like you said, connectivity is an issue, and, you know, these kind of innovations are hopeful that it'll lead to more adoption. Right, exactly. No, that's really cool. It seems like amazing technology. Of course, that technology developed by an Israeli company. They're the ones then doing the work to make this happen. That's Electrion, right, as you indicate in your article? Correct. Let me ask you this. As amazing as it sounds, it also, to me, sounds expensive. Having to go back over the roadways, shave off an inch, I believe you said, 
and then lay down the copper coils, resurface the roads. Is that a factor? And if so, how significant a factor is it? Yeah, so this company initially was contracted with the state earlier this year, and there were some financial details in that agreement. Uh, the Michigan Department of Transportation contributed $1.9 million toward the pilot, and Electrion is contributing what they're saying is the remainder. I don't know exactly how much that is, but I think cost is always an issue right. with electric vehicles, whether it's the cost of the car, the cost of the infrastructure, I think that's an ongoing issue, but, you know, the state and other governmental entities and private companies are throwing a lot of money at this, and I think it's an unstoppable train at this point. On top of that agreement that was entered into earlier with Electrion and the state, more recently, last week, there was another deal, an agreement that was reached between the state and Electrion five years to further develop the project and use information that is gathered in this Detroit pilot to uh, you know, expand and build off of any information that comes out of that. I asked the state in, uh, if there were any financial details with that and um, was told that there are no financial commitments from the state on that end. So cost is somewhat still uh, an open question for me, but the $2 million that MDOT had to contribute to the one-mile pilot in Detroit gives you some window into what the costs are. Yeah, I think it's really exciting. I mean, of course, we don't have to explain. Michigan has always led the way in mobility, and, and here's another opportunity to do that. In fact, Trevor Paul, he's the Michigan chief mobility officer, of course. He says this is what Detroit's been doing for centuries, that is, leading the way in mobility, from three-colored traffic lights to paved roads. And he goes on to say, and I think this is the interesting part, Michigan and specifically Detroit has an obligation not just an opportunity to lead the world and what the roads of the future look like and what cities of the future look like. That's a bold statement, an obligation. Yeah, I thought it was very striking as well, but I do think it is um, a sentiment that a lot of people feel like. I mean, Detroit is definitely a city in transition on the rise. There's a lot going on, and that, that pilot is connected to the train depot renovation into a massive you know, mobility and innovation campus built around the train depot. So I think companies, whether they're here in Detroit or abroad, and, you know, we're talking about an Israeli company here, are looking at Detroit as fertile ground to break through and lead the way. But at the same time, you know, there has been criticism of Detroit's emphasis on cars and prioritizing roads and, and car transit at the expense of public transit or other mobility options that are, you know, more environmentally friendly or more accessible to more people. So, you know, that's something I'm going to be looking at going forward. And it's, it's a topic that uh, Axios Detroit is very interested in because, like Trevor Paul said, I mean, this is one aspect of how cities will be looking in the future. And Detroit, you know, is going to be on the forefront of that. No question. Really exciting things happening at the Mobility Center downtown. And this is just another one of the interesting pilot projects going on and that could put us and keep us in a leadership position in mobility, just where we should be. That's in our DNA here in Detroit. Hey, listen, Joe Guillen, thank you so much for bringing the story to us. And it's one we're going to follow closely. That is for sure. Let's hope the pilot works out well and it moves from pilot one day to actually being in commercial production. That would be a very exciting development here and we want to lead the way in it. All right. Again, Joe Guillen, thanks so much for being on. Thank you. Okay, Joe Guillen, reporter for Axios Detroit. We're going to head to a quick break. Back with more in a minute right here on the Pre-W Smith Show.